Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you'll discover how to break through your money blocks and have a great relationship with money. Learn the secrets you can replicate to manifest more money in your business and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, Money Mindset Expert and CPA, Caroline Labor. Hi, I'm Caroline Labor, Money Mindset Expert and CPA. And today, we're going to talk about what my accounting career taught me about money mindset. So let's get into it. Now, I want to start this off by saying that I've had a very different kind of accounting career to what most people would picture. So throughout the 17 years that I was a qualified accountant, I often had people say to me, you don't look like an accountant. And I'm guessing that's because when you think of an accountant, most people think of you know, those people who do tax returns and, you know, maybe bookkeeping um, and sort of things to like support small businesses. And that's not the kind of accountant that I was. So I was actually in a field called management accounting. And for the majority of my accounting career, I worked for Australia's largest media company. And I actually managed the company's budget. So, you know, billions of dollars of like revenue and expenses and I worked for a chief financial officer um, and we had like over a hundred people in our finance team. So it was a really big finance function. So um, what happens when you have a finance team that big is the structure is kind of like a pyramid. And what I mean by this, if you kind of picture a pyramid, is that you have the CFO at the top and then you've got, you know, a bunch of directors that sit under the CFO then you've got different levels of managers and then you have lots and lots of analysts that, you know, make up that group of 100 people. And so what ends up happening in that kind of structure is that you have this never-ending cycle of analysts wanting to be managers and then managers wanting to be directors. And, you know, it's only ever a small percentage of those people that actually breaks through to the next level. And so throughout my finance career, I mean, I personally did want to, um, you know, break through and um, get to the senior levels of uh, management, which I did. But I um, actually got very curious about why some people succeed and others don't. And in particular, what I noticed is that, you know, those who do break through to those senior levels of management, they tend to do it quite young. So contrary to sort of that belief that, you know, you've got to do your time and it'll take you like loads and loads of, you know, years of experience to get there. Um, and by the way, I'm not advocating that, you know, you don't need experience like in a lot of these roles. Um, certainly to sort of get to like a commercial manager level, like you do need, you know, a fair amount of experience to be able to know like how to evaluate business proposals and, you know, really... Um, go through and review company budgets. So you definitely do need experience. But if I had to sort of put an age around it, what I'm kind of getting at is that, you know, if most accountants um, in my field sort of start in their early 20s, then those who do make it through to that management level, so working for the CFO, often many of them do it like in their late 20s, so before they turn 30, which, you know, can seem quite young because there are a lot of other people um, who stay at that analyst level for, you know, much longer than that. And I certainly managed um, quite a number of analysts who even by their mid-30s, you know, were desperate to break through that next level and just couldn't work out why they didn't get promoted. 
Now, I'm not sharing all of this, um, you know, to bore you with accounting. Um, what I really want to tell you about today is that I realize that some people succeed and others don't um, because of their money mindset. And, you know, it took me like a while to learn this for myself. And I experienced it firsthand because in the early part of my career, um, you know, I found that um, I was sort of just rotating, like doing a similar type of job, but, you know, for different business areas. And I couldn't work out why, you know, other people around me were progressing um, and why I wasn't. And, you know, eventually through a lot of the work that I did, like with coaching and working on my own personal development, I realized that I had money blocks that were keeping me stuck. And, you know, after I learned how to break through those money blocks, I was able to fast track my way through, um, the, through to the leadership team. And it was sort of like a natural progression because I was operating in the flow of, you know, what it was like to be a leader. And it didn't feel like um, I had this desperation anymore of, you know, really, really wanting to be a manager. It just started to come naturally and I started to get promotion after promotion. And so here's the kicker. This is what I learned about promotions. People don't get promoted because it's their money mindset that causes them to put a self-imposed ceiling on their income. So let me repeat that. What stops people getting promoted is that their money mindset causes them to put a self-imposed ceiling on their income. And so even though there's this part of them that really wants to get that next promotion so that they can make more money, there's another part of their mind and a much stronger part that is saying, you can't do it. You're not worthy of earning that much money. Um, you know, no one in your family has ever done this before. Who are you to make that kind of money? And all of those feelings and those beliefs is actually what stops people from breaking through um, and being able to get promoted. And what they don't realize is that it's these beliefs that cause them to behave in such a way so that, um, you know, they're always viewed as junior. So it might be through things they say or how they approach tasks. Um, that causes people to say, yeah, you know what, that person isn't quite ready for a promotion. Um, and a, a classic example of this is I would often hear people say, oh, well, you know, that's just way above my pay grade. And even though, you know, you might argue in some cases that might be technically correct. So what they were trying to say there was, you know, the task seemed way too hard for what they were getting paid. Um, by being unwilling to do that task, that would give people the impression that, well, you're really not ready for that next step up because you're not willing to challenge yourself. And so people would say these things like almost kind of as a joke, but it would give real insight into what their money mindset was like. And so I realized how common this problem was um, when I ran a mindset workshop for our finance team. So I was actually in charge of um, running what we called finance transformation. So automating a lot of our systems and processes, but because of the mindset work that I'd done, I knew that a lot of the problem was mindset. And so um, in this particular workshop, I was helping a lot of the analysts to work on their self-development. And I asked people to raise their hand if they thought that someday they would be the CFO of our company. And... Um, 
to my surprise, well, no, actually, I wasn't surprised. I kind of expected this. Nobody put up their hand. And, you know, I'm not saying by any means that you have to want to be a CFO, like it's a really tough job, high pressure. But what I realized was that, you know, when I dug deeper into this, it's not that people didn't want that outcome. So, you know, they said, yeah, of course, like that would be great, but there's no way that I would ever get there. Like I'm an analyst now, you know, I'd be lucky if I make it to manager level, then you have to get to director level and only one person ends up being the CFO. So as if that would be me. And, you know, what people didn't realize is that what they were saying was that particular outcome is impossible for me. So it's not an impossible outcome because someone's going to do it, but it's impossible for me. And by doing that, they not only impose a ceiling on their ability to be the CFO, they also impose a ceiling on their ability to get to that next level because they didn't realize that subconsciously by telling themselves that, well, I'm never going to be the CFO, that actually stops you from putting in the effort um, putting in the initiative that it would take to even get through to the next level. So, um, you know, that was a really valuable lesson that I learned um, because so many people felt, you know, hard done by and thought that they should have been promoted by now. They've, you know, done their years, they've proved themselves, but they didn't realize that they were still exhibiting behaviors that made people think that they weren't ready to take that next step up. And so to kind of flip this around, I want to share a story of where um, actually having a strong money mindset or being able to shift to an empowered money mindset really paid off. And this was actually my first ever success story in coaching. And, um, you know, what happened was I had an analyst who had been stuck at the same level for many, many years. And he sort of got so disheartened, he ended up leaving the company. And then a few years later, so I was at commercial manager level and I reached out to him to see how he was going and he was ready for a change and so I asked him to come back and work for me again and we kind of made this deal um, that if he came back and worked for me I said I would personally you know invest in his development and would help him um, get to commercial manager level because that was his goal and so, you know, throughout the course of the next year, we um, did a lot of coaching sessions. We worked really hard on his money mindset and busted through some major limiting beliefs. And, you know, the um, amazing thing that happened was I actually ended up getting promoted myself. So I left the team and he ended up working for somebody else. And within a really short space of time, that person ended up seeing that leadership capability in him and he did get promoted to, you know, commercial manager level. And so I'm really proud of that because he got promoted completely independent of me. So I wasn't the one who promoted him. Somebody else saw, you know, that potential and that capability in him. And so that's an example of where if you're able to call out those limiting beliefs and you can bust through those, then, you know, the sky's the limit. And actually the story gets even better because that analyst ended up really realizing his potential and he ended up um, starting several businesses and um, leaving his corporate career behind to, you know, go and be um, successful in his own name. So it's really amazing to see what can happen um, when you're able to change your money energy, really work on your money mindset 
and um, become someone who operates like we've really empowered um, energy and self-belief. And so I hope that's a lesson that you can take into your own life and your own business to move closer to your goals. Thanks for joining the Money Mindset Podcast with Caroline Labore. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit our website, personalempowermentacademy.com where you can subscribe to our podcast so you'll never miss a show. You can also grab a free copy of our book, Become a Money Magnet in Less Than 5 Minutes Per Day. While you're at it, if you enjoyed our show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or we'd love for you to tell a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode.